welcome to the Grab Some Pine Meat podcast. This is Jesse Flora, and I am joined by my hermano, my brother, Shane. How you doing, Shane? Hola, hermano. I'm doing well. <laughs> doing well. Dealing with some snow here in Spokane. Oh, yeah. Uh, so itching for the baseball season, but can't yep. complain. Can't complain. Yeah, and I'm out here in the Central Valley where we, where we grew up. I stayed home, um, and it is cold and wet, and I, too, am eager for baseball season to come around. I typically in January do my annual watch of uh, all the World Series films. Yep. And um, I'm about to start the uh, Ken Burns baseball documentary again. It's a, it's a tradition. Of course. You can't you can't start the year without Ken Burns baseball no, documentary. It would be it would be a sin to do it'd be that. A, yeah. It'd be a bad year. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. All right. Well, hey, um, this is our first episode. This is exciting. And like, if you listen to our uh, intro little episode, you'll hear us talk about what what we're doing here. But we're just a couple fans. Uh, We're brothers. We've always loved the Giants. We always have hour-long phone calls about every week (laughs) talking about the Giants, whether it's in the season or off-season. So uh, we were like, okay, might as well put it on a podcast. Maybe maybe a couple other people will want to listen. We'll see. Who knows? But um, Shane, this week, for this one, I wanted to talk about the idea, because we're right here in the middle of January, at least at the point of recording this podcast. I wanted us to put ourselves into the general manager desk or baseball operations desk. We're, we're in charge now, you and me, and uh, we're just going to see. Job. I wanna, Dream I mean, job. Yeah. I've always wanted that job. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it'd be, be amazing. I probably would struggle at that job, even though I oh, tend to think... Oh, would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to think I know what I would be doing, but you know, when you get in there, I can't even imagine the stress. But we're going to have some fun with it. We're going to talk... Basically, if we were the general manager, if we were in charge, what would, what would I, what would you want to do with the rest of this offseason heading into 2020? So let's... Basically, let's just start with reviewing what they've done so far. So Shane... Okay. Take us through your opinion of what this offseason has looked like so far and what, what do you think of it so far? Yeah, uh, it's mixed reviews from my end. Um, I like what they're doing by adding guys like Gossman and Smiley, um, Tyson Ross, uh, Andrew Triggs even is another interesting signing minor league deal. Mm-hmm. Um, guys that have some experience uh, – pitching in the starting rotation, um, sometime in, in bullpen. So I like that going into the, into spring training to bring those guys in to, um, compete with some of the younger guys like Webb and BD Rodriguez. Um, I think to have that depth, especially at the starting pitching, um, uh, position, you know, is, is really, really key going forward. Um, you kind of look at last year what they did with Pomeranz and Derek Holland. Um, got Pomeranz, he ended up having a solid year. Moved him to the bullpen. Um, showed a lot of value in the bullpen, and then they were able to trade him um, and get yeah. du- get Dubon in that trade. So who knows? Maybe that's something that happens with with one of the guys, uh, Gossman Smiley, um, that they signed this off season. Uh, still waiting for a big move. I think the outfield. <laughs> Uh, could really use another piece, um, you know, a big bat in the middle of the lineup, uh, maybe a Nick Cassianos or Marcelo Zuna. There's also some other not as big names that are that are intriguing as well. Um, but then 
on the other side of it, um, you look at what they lost. Obviously, Bumgarner uh, is a big loss. Um, and Stephen Vogt, I think, was a big loss as well. I mean, he had a yeah. really solid year last year. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Um, and I know a lot of fans were really upset about Pilar. Um, I can see both sides of it. I, I think you've got a young... Um, you know, you've got a young few outfielders that you're you're trying to move along in Yaz and um, uh, Stephen Duggar, mm. but I do think I do think that was a big loss in that uh, outfield. Unless you're going to bring in somebody else that can produce um, some of the power numbers that Pilar produced last year. Yeah, I think with Pilar, that was to me when they traded for him. I wasn't so sure what to think, but uh, I think the big surprise for him was his power. Um, right. And on this team especially, it, it stood out. Uh, it was a big big part of their offense. And so, that yeah, that's that would probably be the only concern. I think his defense is a little overrated because he makes a few flashy plays. He was fun to watch. Sure. I, I love the way he played the game. So, yeah, when they when they non-tendered him, and who knows? You know, he's still a free agent. You never know. Maybe they will come come around to an agreement at the end, but probably not. But um, yeah. I think the reason fans are upset is because uh, a lot of fans are uh, feeling like their team is being stripped away piece by piece, and you know, losing Bum doesn't help. And then guys like Vote and Pilar, who were only here for a year, but I mean, those guys were great personalities that a lot of fans uh, related to and could could uh, connect with. So I think a lot right. of and Go and good personalities in the clubhouse too. Right. I mean, you have that that factor, veteran pieces on the team that. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think something's lost when you don't have that for the young guys that are coming up. Right. Yeah. So I, I would 100% agree. But um, but on the flip side, I don't I don't see losing Pilar as I see losing Vote as a bigger deal. I really liked Vote. He produced a lot um, last year. But um, losing Pilar, I I don't I wasn't too worried about that. I guess my view of the offseason as at first, you know, I was a little frustrated that they didn't sign Bum. Um, that I think that was a yeah. lot of just me being a fan coming out, but actually looking at his you know his numbers and his trends and what he's what's he what he's done like uh, when he's not at Oracle Park, I don't know. I mean maybe they made the right decision to to let him go. It it sucks as a fan to yeah. see your hero you know from 2014 and and the years before as well to to walk away. But um, you know I, I I'm not I, I'm not the type of person that is like just devastated by that but um yeah so they've lost a few guys i think will smith was a tough loss but i don't yeah, i don't definitely i don't disagree with letting him go because um that might have been a little bit of a high uh, asking price for a reliever i i've never been a fan of you know signing relievers to big deals i think but yeah look at the melanson deal yeah that was horrible <laughs> yeah that's not that's a good example for why not to do that um but i here's the thing i when it comes to there's still some room to grow we're going to talk about that but i think what they've done so far for the rotation has been awesome i i love what they're yeah. doing the for rotation and i actually think um i really think that this year uh, if they stay healthy that their rotation will be stronger than last year even with the loss of bum because um i think guys like i think gosman is a proven pitcher i think he's he's had a pretty solid career um smiley has had good success in the past had a had to have Tommy John, I believe, in 2017. And so I think he sat out uh, 2017 and 2018. So, uh, and, yeah. and then last year, I think his ERA was pretty high. But I'm sure recovering from that surgery played a role in that. So who knows? Maybe Gosman is, yeah, like you said, like Pomeranz, that 
can have a decent year. And if you're, you know, terrible come July, you know, yeah, maybe you trade him, get another guy like Dubon, which I thought that trade was was great. But I mean, yeah, they got three guys and possibly four with Triggs, like you said, with Gosman, Smiley, Ross, and possibly Triggs that um, are all kind of veteran guys who have had some success. Who, hey, maybe they put it together. They're in a hitter's park. I mean, a pitcher's park, even though um, they're moving the fences in a little bit. But they're still in a pitcher's park. You know, if maybe they put it together, and if you're, you know, competing, great. If you're not, then you can collect some prospects for those guys. Um, so I really like what they've done in the rotation. I'm excited to see um, what the battle in spring training looks like, and I actually really think that it's going to continue on all year. I have a feeling they're going to use eight nine maybe i don't know maybe more starters this year um, yeah i can just see them cycling through that fifth person i see them probably trying to do the opener thing for a little bit maybe even going with a six-man rotation i don't know just with this new yeah. coaching staff i don't know how i feel about that but i'm just yeah i don't know opener i don't <laughs> yeah i'm not a fan that's a whole other topic but right i'm not a fan of that but i my point is i think i see them doing a lot of different things and so why not have, you know, eight guys or nine guys you can throw out there? Because, you know, I think the rotation, you know, you got Cueto who probably be at the top. Shark had a good year last year. Um, uh, I think, you know, Gosman's going to have a spot. Smiley will probably yeah. have a spot. And then that fifth spot, I honestly, I'm rooting for Tyler Beatty to earn that spot. That's who yeah. he's shown some, some promise if that, if he can just, uh, continue to locate and not give up the big hits that's the problem he's got great stuff but a lot of times he gets right. he gets hit pretty hard so i don't know i'm just i'm just eager to see what the rotation looks like um but overall you know i i think my view of their off season has been okay it's not bad i like the depth they're building but i'm waiting for i i think there's room for some a bigger splash that helps them not just in 2020 but 2021 2022 and, and on and I think so. I think there's some options there that I'm, I'm hoping they go for, um, for this to be a successful off season. Yeah. Before we jump into that, I just want to touch base real quick on Smiley. I think I agree with you. I think he's going to get a rotation spot. You look at his numbers. Um, first five years of his career in Detroit and Tampa Bay, he had a 3.74 ERA. Oh, yeah. Solid pitcher. Consistent starter. A lot of innings. Um, mm. He came back from Tommy John last year with the Rangers, uh, and then the Rangers released him because he had an 8.42 ERA over 13 appearances, nine of those being starts. Yeah. Uh, but the interesting thing then is after he's released by the Rangers, the Phillies pick him up, which is Gabe Kapler was mm. manager there. Um, so there's familiarity there with Gabe Kapler, mm-hmm. uh, and Smiley logged a 4.45 over 12 starts um, hmm. to end the in the year last year it was much more efficient. Um, so I think I don't know if you know that's a sign of things to come, but I hope I hope so. I, I think you know it's long enough removed from his Tommy John that maybe he's starting to get that consistency back. Uh, I think the familiarity with Gabe Kapler yeah. and his time there could could play a nice role uh, here in San Francisco as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about about the Smiley deal. Gossman, I'm still unsure of. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had some good numbers. He's had some good years, but he's also had some some rocky times as well. So it'll be interesting to see how he uh, how he looks in the Giants uniform. Yeah, and, and another perk of those deals is just they're kind of like these why not deals. You know, they're getting them for such right. a low cost. And if you can, I mean, yeah. What did they What did they pay Smiley? 
uh, four million. Smiley was a four million. Yeah, and I, I think he has some incentive incentives to get right. up to I think somewhere around six. Um, but, and then Gossman was nine million for one year. Yeah, um, something like that. But the I like those deals because you know with Pomeranz they didn't spend that much money. You know they needed innings with pitchers with every team. Everybody needs innings. If you get some guys who can give you those innings, and then hey, you know what? We're not contending. I mean, they flip Pomeranz for Dubon, who I, I I am so excited about Dubon this year. What he's right, well, he's going to be your starting. Oh, I, I, should be your starting. I second would hope baseman, so. Yeah, right and, out of the gate, and he, yeah. you know, he's got promise to have, you know, who knows, have a pretty solid uh, future. So, I mean, if that, you know, you get your innings and then you're not contending, yeah, hand it over to the young guys and flip uh, one of these guys for some prospects. And I mean, there's no, I don't see any any really true downside. Unless they just come out and just pitch terribly, but you know, worst case, you spent four million. I know it sounds like a lot of money in in our our perspective, but in the baseball world, that's that's nothing. So, okay, so where um, Shane, where do you think their biggest need is? We've talked about what they've done so far. Where do you think their biggest need is? And I'm, I think I know where you're going with this one. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the obvious choice, uh, the outfield. I mean, you look yeah. at at left field and how many different opening day starters they've had there. Um, and you think back to last year, the, the turnover there until Yaz came up and, um, mm. uh, Dickerson. There you go. John, yeah. the dick, drawing a blank <laughs> on the dick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it but, was so bad that turnaround. I mean, right. Connor, Joe, Michael, it was, that grossed me out, man. That right. made me sick to my stomach. That was not fun to, to watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much since since Bonds left left field, I mean, that's been just a revolving door yeah. of low production um, and shoddy defense as well. Um, right. So I think, I mean, I, I like some of the pieces they have in the outfield. Yaz, the verdict is still out. I mean, can he reproduce that? Um, if he can, you've got yourself a potential all-star in the outfield. Right. Um, but he's, you know, it's it's such a small sample size, um, and he's had quite a bit of time in in minor in the minor leagues. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, I hope uh, I'm hopeful that Yaz is the real deal, um, mm-hmm. and can be a, a solid, consistent corner outfield piece for the Giants. But um, Duggar, you know, he's another nice piece, but he's, you know, with injuries and whatnot, he's been a little bit up and down on the production side. Uh, yeah. Great defender, you know. I like seeing him in center field, but I'd like to see a little bit more from him uh, right. on the offensive side, like you know, getting on base and wreaking havoc on the bases as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dickerson, same thing there. I mean, the injuries just limited him, limited him to so much uh, yeah. time on on the shelf that uh, it's hard to know. You know, what can he put in a full season? Uh, is he a fourth outfield piece? Um, you know what is what is his role going to play out to be on the Giants? Um, and then you've got you know Slater is a is a nice piece too, but he's not a he's not a hundred and sixty two no. starting piece in your in your outfield. So I mean, there's two guys out there, two big name guys that I think you know could be real real game changers in the middle of your lineup uh, in Marcelo Zuna and Nick Castellanos. Um, whether or not the Giants are going to be able to land one of those guys, I'm starting to question uh, mm-hmm. that likelihood. Uh, a lot of reports coming out that, you know, with Ozuna, Cardinals and the Rangers, um, yeah. Castellanos as well, right. um, some other teams really really trying to uh, make a move towards him. But 
I think if you could sign one of those two guys, and honestly, I don't really have a preference in the two. Um, Castellanos had a little bit of a more consistent year last year than Ozuna did. Uh, but I think Ozuna brings uh, a little bit more power production to the lineup than Castellanos right. does. More, you know, gap to gap double guy. I mean, he's still, I don't, what do you have, 20, 20, 27, 27 home, runs. home runs last year? The yeah. dude hit 53 doubles, which that is amazing to me. Yeah, that that is a big, that is a big yeah. number for. Um, you don't see that a whole lot anymore. Guys going gap to gap, hitting doubles, uh, and, and with 27 home runs with that power number as well. So, right. um, I don't know though. I, I feel like Ozuna had a little bit of a down year last year. I yeah. think he, uh, you know, is a better bat than what he showed last year. Um, but both of those guys, I mean, I would be happy, be thrilled if the Giants could sign one of those two guys to stick in the middle of the lineup and have as a you know, a consistent everyday corner outfielder. Yeah. Okay. If you were the general manager and addressing that need, which one of those two guys are you going for the most? I know you, you mentioned yeah. that they're pretty even, but if you had push came to shove, who are you going for? They are pretty even to me. I do like your point though, about Castellanos, uh, you know, it just his, his on base production last year. Um, his his consistency in the in the Cubs lineup last year um, was a, he was a huge piece of the Cubs offense. Um, I don't know. I'm not too sure how they how they line up defensively uh, against one another. Um, I guess if I you think look, Azuna would have the edge slightly. I believe. Yeah. Uh, according to the defensive metrics, but there every year Castellanos has been having improvement in the outfield. Right. But, I mean. Oracle Park is a whole different outfield than Wrigley Field, that's for sure. So Yeah. No, absolutely. And I mean I guess that's the other question is where yeah, where are you gonna put these guys? Are these I mean I'm thinking left field. I think yeah, Yaz, it has to be. you Yaz can't is over and right. Well, I don't know, because then who's your center fielder? Oh, well, I mean unless you're starting Duggar in center. Uh that's true. Are you are see cause I, I, I guess wrote my down thought my... would be Yeah, my thought would be I guess you have if Dickerson depending on his health uh, you know, you kind of have a little rotation with Yaz, Dickerson, and Duggar because Yaz can move over to center field. Right. Um, and, you know, depending on, on Duggar's production. Um, yeah, that's, well, that's a good my, point. That's my question. If, if the Giants go out and get a Castellanos or an Azuna, there's your left fielder, I think. Right. At least, yeah, you know, you're slotting them in. Um, then my, my honest question is, does Duggar make the team? Um, yeah. Does he have options? I believe he has options still. Um, I think he does. So my question is, okay, so if you have Castellanos, um, let's just say that, because if I were the GM, I would lean towards Castellanos just because of his, just the dub- the doubles are so enticing. If you look at, compare the doubles uh, throughout their career, Castellanos has the advantage in that. Um, Azuna has the home run power, but um, Castellanos would have the edge with doubles. And for this ballpark, I mean, that that is intriguing to me just because it, you know, even with triples alley coming in, what, six feet, it's still going right. to be doubles, triples out there. And just watching his highlights, he's a very good at hitting opposite field. So to me, that's who I would go for. But then the question becomes is, all right, then who are are we Are we going with four outfielders or going with five? We have to remember there's going to be 26 guys on the roster this year. Right, you have the, that extra, you have the extra right. man on the roster. Which, I mean, maybe they're going to go with 13 pitchers. So, I mean, you got it's going to be a lot of decisions. And but it's even, if, even if they went with 13 pitchers, they still potentially could have five outfielders. Oh, yeah, right. 
Um, well, I have I have a feeling those they're gonna use the last three spots on that roster or so as a revolving door. Right. Some guys are gonna be making a lot of trips from Sacramento to San Francisco, but because I mean, if you're looking at the outfield, if you sign one of those guys, uh, you got I think Yaz is, is is you give him you let him run. I I, I hope it's not a fluke. I don't think it is. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I mean, how many how many ABs did he have last year? Uh, probably I think somewhere three to four. I can look real quick if I can pull it up. But um, as I'm doing that, you know, Dickerson, when healthy, at least last year, and then even in different um, in different stages of his, you know, career previously, has shown some some real upside. Right. Um, if he's healthy, you're probably going to want to play him a decent amount. Uh, Yaz had 371 71 at bats. bats. Yeah. Yeah. I two, mean, two point so eight war. Twenty one. It's a pretty good runs. sample size. Yeah, he. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, he, his year was was huge last year. It was a big oh, surprise. Yeah. But who knows? You never know. Um, so hopefully he's performing. And then I think, I don't know. I I like Duggar as, if you're signing a big name, I like him as your fourth outfielder right now. Okay. At least he has, at least that's where he's proven to me where he can fit, because you have to have Yaz in the lineup if he's you know performing like he did. If you sign one of those name big guys, they're in the lineup. And then right field, um, you know if you unless you go Duggar in center, but I think I think they're going to lean on offense. I think then you're choosing between I think you have to choose between some power. So you're gonna be looking at, you know, guys, you know, Dickerson, but he's probably not gonna be able to play every day. Right. He's probably gonna have to be, you know, if he has a healthy season, he's probably gonna play 110, 120 games. Um, it maybe. So you're looking at guys like Jalen Davis, looking at guys I don't know, even Chris Shaw is a name that keeps popping in my head I, he's, yeah, I, feel like I think he's the Matt he's, Williamson repeat though yeah you know? I feel like the Giants have had a lot of those guys like John Bowker right. <laughs> all these guys play like, solid oh, in AAA and then get up to right. the big leagues and, and yeah, just, players, yeah right so I mean and then Slater is another guy that I can see them you know keeping on the team because he can play first base he could you know that guy's more of a utility guy and has had good success so I don't know yeah. I, I think I, I would say, yeah, you keep Duggar because of his defense and his speed. And, and I think his bat's pretty solid, too, when he's, you know, given the shot. So I, I don't know. I think outfield we're going to see, um, you know, a lot of different movements. But I do think if, if Dickerson is healthy, he'll be in right field a lot unless they go with Duggar as your everyday center fielder. I, 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 I'm thinking they're going to lean more putting Yaz in center field consistently. And that's probably what I would do. Um, too. Yeah. Um, uh, let, what do you let's, think? Uh, what ahead. do you think happens if they don't sign one of these two big guys? How does the outfield shape up? Do you go out and get somebody like a Steven Sousa uh, oh, yeah, to fill he's a corner spot? Um, you know, there's a few other guys out there, or do you just try and fill it internally? What's your what would be See, your decision for, on that? For me, I, I I don't know how I feel about a Steven Sousa. I think. I think right now you got two guys in Azuna and Castellanos that if you sign them now to a five-year deal or six, like the rumors have been saying possibly, I don't think that hurts you. So if you go out and get Castellanos for six years, he's 27 right now. I think he'll be 28 sometime in the season. So that's putting him, you know, in his early 30s. You know, it's not like you're signing someone in their 30s. So there's a lot of upside to signing those guys. And for me, it's okay. We either get those guys, and if we don't. I think we need to lean on our young guys. Give them a shot. We're probably not going to contend this year, so let's go. Let's give let's give Jalen Davis some more time. Let's give you know Slater or Duggar or even Shaw you know more time and lean heavily on those young guys. But I think now would be the 
a great time. You got two young guys. I think Azuna is a year older than Castellanos. You got two young guys available who, if you give them a long-term deal, it's not going to hurt you because they're going to be 32, 33 when the deal's over, still, you know, relatively in their prime. So, um, and if they think like they've been saying, a lot of the, you know, the reporters and beat writers have been saying, well, 2021, 2022, when Bart and Ramos and Lucian and all these guys are, are up and ready to go, that's when they're going to be really good. Then it makes sense to sign one of those two, two guys, Azuna and Castellanos. five or six years, right? Right. So that's what I'm doing. If I'm the general manager, I'm pushing hard within me within my means to sign one of those two guys. And if I don't give, get them, then I need to say, okay, we're going to continue to invest in the future with these prospects here. Hey. So I think if, I think my outfield would be without Azuna or Castellanos. I think you go with Dickerson as much as you can, d- depending on his health, in left. Uh, I think then, yeah, I think you do let Duggar run in center. And in days that he's not playing in center, you put Yaz out there. And I think you put Yastrzemski in right with – Slater um, on the bench. Slater as a, like a defensive – uh, and he's got a good bat too, um, Slater, and then either Jalen Davis or Chris Shaw, um, because those guys got um, some pop. So, who knows? I mean, I wouldn't honestly. I would enjoy watching that young outfield this year. If it's those guys, I would have. I, they're exciting to me, which I think is 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 good. We haven't had that in a little while, so that's exciting. But I I I would I want them to get Castellanos, and think, I feel like it makes a lot of sense. Okay, so I mean, a big part of this 2020 is going to be probably the emergence of Joey Bart. So at least that's what I think. I think sometime during the season they're going to bring him in, probably later in the season. But if you were in charge, what is your timetable for Bart? Uh, opening day. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, honestly, you look at the. The catching depth right now. Um, yeah. They picked up Heineman. I like that piece. Um, yeah. and, and actually, in all in all reality, them picking up Heineman, I think, is a, a foretelling of that Bart. Yes. You know, is going to come up later in the season. Um, and then you also have Garcia, who has a little bit of time there. Which as Garcia well. has Garcia has actually shown some good good power promise, and I he actually has. like Garcia. I like Garcia a lot. I do too. Yeah, I do too. And then you got Heineman's got the more experience, a little older. Um, but yeah, I guess, I mean, if, if I was GM, I would just (laughs) pull them up up opening day, let them run. But I do think, (laughs) I think it's we're looking at another, uh, similar picture to when Buster Posey came up, um, August, September. I'm pretty sure they bought, well, okay. The first year they brought Posey up at the end of the year. Right. Um, You're right. But then the following year, I think it was in June. Right. When they were like, it's time. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that happening. Too. But, you know, come up, uh, you know, I mean, depending on injuries, that sort of thing, production of players. But I think realistically, um, oh, and what's the new role this year with the expansion once they, they expand the rosters later in the year? Because they, oh. the, they start the year with 26. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if it's this. I know they're cutting it down. Right. Um, Oh, let me let me let me look up. You keep going. Yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. If you okay. Talk. Yeah, but I mean, I think he gets pulled up toward the end of the season. Um, you got to get him some major league experience leading into next year. Which next year, um, you know, hopefully, I mean, I, I do think the Giants could compete this year. You know, West is is interesting this year. Um, I think that you know they they have a shot to kind of do similarly to what they did last year. Um, 
depending on, you know, further off-season moves and whatnot. But So then you're looking at next year, uh, Bart essentially starting the year um, with the Giants um, and looking to compete as a team that year. But, um, yeah, I, I guess realistically I think he's up sometime in August or September. Um, you know, get get 100 at-bats, 80, 100 at-bats under his belt, see what he can yeah. do. Um, but I, I can't tell you how excited I am for him to yeah, I'm pumped. be in the major league uniform because yeah. um, everything he's done so far in the minor leagues and everything that anybody says about him is, yeah. you know, similar to Buster Posey when he broke into right. the league. I think he's going to be a game changer with, at the catcher position. With more power, too, I think. Right. Um, and so I just looked it up. I thought this was happening next year, but uh, it says from 2020 forward, the expanded roster will be eliminated. So they can jump from 26 to 28. Okay. That's Which, what I thought. Honestly, yeah, limited that is... Ton. Okay, that kind of ticks me off a little bit. Really? I'm so, I'm, okay, because... Oh, I don't know. I guess thinking from a player perspective, that is... I don't know, guys who, we, you know, journeymen in the minor leagues who finally get on the 40-man <laughs> roster, September comes, and now they will not be called up anymore. I get it. It's, yeah. it, it, it would, with all the rotation, the bullpen changes, yeah, that's annoying. But I, I don't know. I, yeah, think I, think Mr. I think that's their biggest reason for it is to try and right. limit, limit bullpen well, arms. And Honestly, I, I'm, I have no problem with games going long. I love watching it, but yeah. I guess I'm rare. I don't know. Rob Manfred, yeah, that guy. I, <laughs> I disagree with a lot of what he's doing, but sure. that, that's a whole other episode of the podcast that we could talk about. But I mean, that's interesting. Only going up to twenty eight, so then you're you're yeah, you know, decision making has to be a little bit more intentional on who you're calling up and when, um, you know, and who those guys are. And I'm assuming right. he, he would be one of those two guys who would come up. Yeah, um, you, I, I don't I'm sure know. Maybe a, I'm sure you bring up an extra arm. Yeah, right. Yeah, at um, least one. Yeah. So I think it depends um, on. I mean, if they were competing, you know, I, you look at what's going to be most effective right now. Right, is our, true. You know, is our pitching worn out? They, you know, how are they holding up? Do we need extra arms? Um, but if you're not competing, I think you bring up Bart uh, just mm-hmm. because he's the he's the most prospect ready prospect yeah. we have, uh, or MLB ready prospect that we have, and right. so you bring him up, you know, give him some experience and see what he can do. Yeah, no, I think. I think that'd be exciting. I'm a little worried just because I'm a big Buster Posey fan, always have been. But I don't know. You know, I don't, I'm not sure what they'll do when it's time for Bart to come up. So we will see. And so that is all the time we're going to have here on our first episode of Grab Some Pine Meat. Um, we're really excited about this podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Um, again, you may have heard conversations about certain players um, that at the time of this recording, they were available as free agents and maybe some transactions have happened. So uh, this is our first episode, so we would appreciate some grace <laughs> in that. But we're super excited. We're going to go through the whole year um, doing this, hopefully. That's the plan. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, go Giants. Go Giants.